and welcome to Street Riders. 10 minutes of writing motivation, inspiration, and activation. Let's take a swing at this. These are our tips, tricks, and sleight of hand to power up your pencil and percolate your brain. You go. I guess it's over to me. <laughs> Bounce <laughs> now, over. Now I gotta percolate the brain here. I gotta actually do it. I don't know what this technique's called. I've always just called type it out. Right. And it sounds brute force and it is, but I found it's a great way when you don't know how to get started, especially right. if it's an unfamiliar genre mm -hmm. or if it's an assignment in the mm -hmm. sense of you're working within a category maybe you haven't played with before, real estate maybe, right. or a certain type of technology. I just grab stuff right. that is pre-written right. and I just start retyping it. Huh. If it's if it's a horror story, I start retyping pages of Stephen King. If right. it's a mystery or a, a crime thriller, grab some Elmore Leonard. Right. If it's a, when I used to do a lot of work on IBM, I would take uh, pages of their technical description and I would just start typing it. Right. And what I found was it got me in the groove and it yeah. got me in the mindset. So then when it was the time to shift over Right. to the original writing. Right. I wasn't trying to ape King. I wasn't trying to ape Leonard. Right. I wasn't trying to uh, just re-type mm -hmm. other material. Right. But I was trying to put myself in that mindset so that I was I was living that life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I found and find that it really starts to click. You get the rhythm going. Yeah. And it's a lot easier entree point if you are if you're not feeling it right away. Oh yeah. Oh I'm 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 in that camp and and I didn't type other st people's stuff, but what I used to type were curse words. Mm -hmm. I would type every... Now you just say them. I just say them, that's right. But I typed every combination of words because I was so pissed that I had to write and I had nothing to write about, or I was on a deadline, mm -hmm. that every goddamn curse on the planet I'd hit and I'd say, I don't want to do this crap, blah, 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 blah. Right. The ex yeah. ex ex exercise that stuff out of out. you. Yeah. Right. And, and it would sometimes be a page of that. Mm -hmm. But at some point, your fingers start saying, all right, but we got to get it done anyway. So what the hell are you going to do? Yeah, you're moving. You're moving forward on something, whether it's with right. the page or the screen or the keyboard. But uh, in your case, you were getting out that frustration. Oh, it, it was just like. venting. Yeah, yeah. And in my case, it was that sense right. of, of wanting to get into that, that world and that mindset. Yeah. And I put that suggestion to, to other writers who are facing a blank uh, screen and I don't know how to get started. Right. And many times I found that they have found that it, it works for them. I think what, what happens here is the physical actions... Mm -hmm. Start to get your mind in different place than that conscious rational point. The rationalization is important, but it right. will kill you sometimes because yeah. you overthink yeah. it. Even yeah. if it's picking up on somebody else's cadence, right. I think that cadence too starts to make you realize, even unconsciously, yeah. the, 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 the beats of dialogue. Yeah. Not necessarily the skill of the dialogue, but just... No, it's it's that back and forth, yeah, yeah, or it's that longer extension of a certain type of description, or the right. way a, a sentence feels like it's structured, and the commas even. Right. You start to create a little bit of a muscle memory around that. Yeah. You start to play that out, and then it feels unnatural mm -hmm. if you're in that genre and you're right. not doing it. It speeds you up your process, mm -hmm. and I think there, to me anyway, there's no good in sitting on a couch trying to figure out the 
flow of it because no. you're going to be sleeping on that couch. You're going to be watching something on that couch. You've seen my couch. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the dents on mine. I know it's right with you, but it's it's really that feeling of I'm working now. Mm -hmm. Like I'm I'm actually producing something. I may be just typing somebody else's stuff and getting my fingers warm. I may be typing curse words, but I'm in the process. And somehow your mind settles to say, this is what we're going to do. And I think it helps on deadlines. I think it definitely helps on creativity. They beat us to the punch. We are admiring the craft or just being jealous of it. And I'm jealous of a guy named Bill Beverly. What's who Bill wrote, done? He's written a book called Dodgers, and it's a wonderful kind of noirish, gritty realism about inner city guy who's kind of runs a drug house. Okay. You know, again, circumstances. He's he's actually a a good human being that you could follow a story around. But a right. lot of bad things happen and people die and things like that. But he's a good guy. But he's a good guy. <laughs> he's a good guy. He's not necessarily killing those people. But what was great is that it, it crossed genres a little bit because I've read, you know, kind of good inner city mm -hmm. stuff like George Pelicanos would write, uh, Richard Price, those kind of writers. And I've read that Midwestern kind of gritty style as well. There are good, like Longmire, that character okay. is a great... Oh, Longmire, it's awesome. Yeah. What this character does is they start on that uh, in the L.A., and because of circumstances, they have to travel to the middle of the country. So you get the contrast. So you get the contrast of these kids who've never left L.A. seeing the kind of the, the inner be underbelly of the Midwest mm -hmm. and some of those closed up factory towns. And and the writing style is that great, tense, stark writing. What I love is a writer who never just kind of mails in the descriptive. You know, they were on a highway going 60 miles an hour. It, there's so much love in even the way that he gives the rhythm of the descriptive, Great. let alone the dialogue. Mm -hmm. And you know I love dialogue, Absolutely. so that's it. So I'm going to read you a passage from there. At this point, the, the main character, East, has a relationship with an older white guy who he works for. Okay. And again, it's... it's is nothing maudlin about this. This is hardcore. So the writing says, and and this the older guy is is fighting for his life. He's got a disease or something going on. So Perry's breathing was soft and tinkly, glass-like, like a stone rattling in a bottle as it rolled. It tumbled and slowed, tumbled and slowed. It isn't taking long, he thought. There isn't much more. Once Perry's breath nearly ended on the upstroke. Then he let the air out. Another roll, another tumble. East put his hand near Perry's hand, and he leaned and looked again down the barrel of Perry's eyes. The last thing anyone saw. He supposed he was willing to be it. He put the fingers of his hand atop Perry's knuckles, and Perry let out a cough, out of his chest, which was high and white and furred with hairs like bare winter trees on a mountain. The stone in the bottle rolled again. The eyes swam in their clouds, their baths of white. Then the bottle bumped up on something, rolled no farther, and the mountain knew it too, what the fish knew, that last thing of things. You can feel so much tension and, and grittiness even there. Sure. And, and such a Very beautiful evocative. description, right? Yeah. So this is, a, as I say, it's a great book called Dodgers. I recommend it highly. It Hit us with your best shot. Send us what you got and get in the ring with us. So this is where we talk about what you're working on, but we're still working on 
finding out what you're working on. <laughs> so, we're, we're, so tell us what you're working on in one of these things. But we'll, So we'll continue to pat ourselves on the back a little bit. Recently, I had a chance to work with a company on the West Coast to have a new line of electric bikes which I didn't know anything about really, and right. the concept of an electric bike. Mm -hmm. But these guys had a very particular point of view of what they are mm -hmm. and how they wanted to represent it. Right. And they had put together a perfectly competent website around mm -hmm. this, but they wanted some help with the language and telling their story of what their different designs represented right. and even the story of why they were doing this. Uh -huh. Why had they designed these bikes themselves? Why did they decide to market them? Right. A sense of a, of a mission and enjoyment. Hmm. And what occurred to me as I was working with them, you really have to play not just a keyboard artist here, yeah. but you have to play a little bit of a, of a psychologist. Yeah. You have to make somebody feel comfortable. Right. And you have to draw out those aspects and help them articulate things in ways that they are not necessarily uh, immediately thinking of. Right. So that the work that you can put into it as a writer comes out of a real dialogue. Right. And building a real relationship with somebody else because you're entering into their world. Right. And you have to now, within an assignment like this, here you've got a you got a particular deadline. You've got to get it out. And you, but you, at the same time, you've got to research that world. You've got to understand that world. Right. And my knowledge of electric bikes up until the starting of this, right. very narrow. Right. Now it's richer, but the truly richer part of that right. is understanding what motivated the people behind this company. Right. And how important it was to them that people really enjoy biking through right. a, different, a different mode of transportation. So it was a great way to, to, to think about applying the craft of writing right. and the, the swing of writing, you know, right. the punching of writing. Get, get, get some there street, get some street writer street stuff in here. Back You're good. In. But also, another thing I want to add is that you never met these people. No. Not face-to-face. -face. No, no. We spoke on the phone. We contacted online. Right. So you have to make a conscious effort on the phone, on emails, to get to know them as people before you write that site. So that's yeah. it for today, and uh, we'd love you to contact us at streetriders.podcast at gmail.com with your questions, comments, material you're working on, or tips on writing. And tell your friends to listen, and their friends too. So take it to the streets. And fight to write. Fight to write.